During the course of our lives, we all reach points at which we have difficult decisions to make. True? Decisions where it sometimes it's hard to know what the better option is. There's an uncomfortable feeling that accompanies the, that accompanies this tension, and it comes from holding conflicting ideas or thoughts in our heads at the same time, and it's called cognitive dissonance. And I know that you're probably aware of that. But cognitive dissonance is a very highly motivational thing. This dissonance is often very strong when we believe one thing and, and act in another way. Like if, our care, if we know one thing about ourselves or believe one thing about ourselves that it's part of our character or that's who we think we are and we still find ourselves behaving another way. There's a whole chapter in the book of Romans in the New Testament that addresses this about doing the thing that you don't want to do and don't know why but you keep trying not to do that and uh, it's thank goodness it's okay for us to do our best. But we're likely to experience cognitive dissonance as a tension or something that feels like actual tension between these two ideas. Physically feels like tension between ideas. And actually, that tension is a part of every single decision we make. It's just not as extreme. Any choice that we're aware of as a choice has some tension in it. Well... The tension itself is not a bad thing, right? It's what makes us aware that there is a decision to be made. The harder the decision, the more strongly we feel each of the two pieces of it, the more dissonance there's going to be and the more motivated we are going to be to resolve it one way or another. The problem comes that in resolving that dissonance, we will do whatever it takes to justify whichever choice we make. We will change what we believe about ourselves or the values that we hold most dear in order to rationalize or justify a bad decision sometimes. Certainly not always. 
But it's something that we have to be really careful about. Because in that way, we're letting our choices develop our character rather than letting our character develop our choices. To resolve it, we will either change what we believe about one of these things or justify our behavior into thinking whatever we did was the best thing or we will add new thoughts that can somehow incorporate both ideas and help us use whichever the decision was, whether it's a good one or a bad one, to make a better one next time. If the internal division lasts long enough, we become frozen, right? And I know that, who was it that said not making the decision is the same thing as making, was it William James? or uh, Not making a decision winds up being a decision anyway. I didn't say it the way that whoever it was said it anyway, so I don't have to cite them. (laughs) That's one version. Well, but y'all aren't citing anybody either, so who said that? (laughs) Do you know who said that? Okay. Oh, we got a third option back here. Are you quoting somebody, Bill? Okay. Um, The more clearly that we define our values, go to the painstaking trouble of articulating them for ourselves, going through issues one at a time and figuring out where we really stand, the easier it is to hold to them when decisions arise. If we know what our values and principles are, most of the decisions are already made. There will always be things that we can't think of ahead of time, but they're informed by the things that we do know about ourselves, right? Just as I was saying earlier, I believe when we're intentional about stopping and checking in with that which is greater than ourselves, whatever we believe that to be, maybe adding the influence of prayer or meditation or both, I think that's when, as Emerson said, the universe conspires to help our decisions come about. 
he said, uh, once you make a decision, the universe conspires to make it happen. What power we have. What opportunities we have. We are the masters of our own fates. And we like to think of ourselves as the good guys, right? Being the good guys is hard. It's that narrow way, you know, that they talk about in so many traditions. If being the good guy was easy, everybody would do it, right? I still think people do their best. And I think we all do our best. We can just do things to help our best be better. The justifications and rationalizations abound. The expense and the ramifications face us at every turn. We can critically evaluate the choices that others make, but when we come to them, we can become lost in the very same labyrinth that's easy for us to judge about other people. It's not easy. To live in a manner that honors our own character, our individual personal sense of integrity and identity and purpose, we must make our decisions from love. If we're responding from something other, anxiety, fear, hate, I don't think we're living up to our potential. We need love for our fellow humans. We need love for justice. We need love for our mother planet. We need love for God as we are given to understand that. And love for our very own spirits. When things come up this week, take a few deep breaths. Ask for some help. Guidance. Love. And then keep doing your best. Because we are the good guys.